Welcome to the Unschooling Lifestyle Podcast, where we share practical tips to live in partnership with your children. Let's dive in. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Unschooling Lifestyle. Today, I have Emerson with me, and he is an unschooling teenager. And we're going to go ahead and just have a quick conversation about, about his journey and how his family got started. So hi, Emerson. Thank you so much for being here. Hello. Thank you for having me. Uh, it's, it's great to be here. I'm 16 years old. Okay. Uh, general guy who lives his life. I don't know. <laughs> Boy I Scout extraordinaire. Yes. Yeah, so do you, I know, so I had a conversation with your mom a mm-hmm. few weeks ago. And then do you remember when, you know, your school years? How I old do. were you? Uh, I stopped going to public school in third grade and okay. then we transitioned to an online school it's k-12 it's i think it's the most popular mm-hmm. one yeah and then that didn't work very well and so we did like a private school thing uh-huh. um where we like went a couple days a week and that didn't work very well <laughs> uh, and then we moved and then my mom was just kind of and then my mom kind of discovered like unschooling and was like uh-huh. Why? just try this and so then that's kind of what we've been sticking with uh, the whole time we've we've lived where we live now that is so what so from from public school what do you remember what do you remember the most that has been most most liberating i guess you know from public school to like unschool in the transition well my transition was pretty slow so there was a lot of like um i didn't have to like get used to a new lifestyle really quickly uh, mm-hmm. But the, I guess looking back on, it, I mean, it was only third grade. It's not yeah, like yeah. So the most pretty... oppressive environment, <laughs> but, but still like, I remember I would come home from school and I'd be like crying. Mom was like, that's not what children are supposed to do. So oh my goodness, yeah, we would reconsider, um, you know, doing that. Remember I got put in all the gifted classes. I didn't really understand why. Okay. I didn't really care. Like <laughs> I didn't like it. It just made me feel kind of awkward, honestly, because I never really got why people were like that. Wow. Uh, like, oh, you're so you're so good at whatever. I'm like, I I don't know. I'm just trying to live my life, man. Oh <laughs> I'm my just goodness. in third grade. Like I don't need this pressure. I'm yes. literally nine. Yeah. So you really <clears throat> so you really did feel that pressure, huh? And just but didn't know why it was coming to you towards yeah. you. I, I think I think I really did looking back on it. I think that's what mm-hmm. it was. Yeah. And then as you like most, well, most of us parents, like, you know, there's a general guideline, they say, for every year that you've been in public school, you should de school around three months, you know, but mm. I, in my opinion, I don't think that the schooling process ever ends, at least for, you know, adults, because we've been through a lot. Um, How did how did your schooling process look like? Uh, Well, I mentioned that it was really, really gradual. So mm-hmm. um, we kind of we kind of just like got less and less structure as okay. as the years kept going. So like fourth grade was like online school was like a structure. I'd mostly just was on my computer and like, I don't know, I got distracted really easy on my computer because yeah. I never had like a laptop before and I'm, I'm yeah. in fourth grade. So uh, <laughs> that didn't work super well. I love um, it. So then we went to a different, like a different kind of school. I, mm-hmm. I think it was called Educational Harbor. It was pretty okay. cool. I didn't not like it, but I didn't really get a lot out of it, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. That was even less structured than that because there wasn't a, really a curriculum per se. Okay. And then we just like went straight, no curriculum. I don't have any schoolwork. I don't have any tests. I just kind of live my life. Yeah. I want. <laughs> that is so what so when you say you do what you want, mm-hmm. what did you start doing that that was um that had been like a passion for you? Well, um, I had to, I had to kind of find one uh, okay. when, I, when I first started uh, being having this more radical unschooling lifestyle. Mm-hmm. I actually I didn't I was I was a little uh, I don't I wouldn't say I was depressed, but I was very much like 
I don't really know what to do. Like I felt yes. like I was missing something. Yes. Because I couldn't relate to anybody. Yes. I didn't have these universal experiences of like, oh, I don't like this teacher. Oh, this is the mm -hmm. the, the the school activity. I didn't have yes. that. So uh, I had no to one really, was guiding you, I guess, right? No one was I telling you which so, way to yeah. go. Mm -hmm. Well, that and also I um I think a lot of kids in public school don't really get a chance to explore their interests in like a way they want to. They're just like presented with them. Yes. It's like here are your options, kids. Have fun. You can join the band. You can do the mm -hmm. <laughs> you can do the football. Yeah, like, pick one. Uh, but I don't know. I guess I really had to get used to um doing things. Are exploring things on my own that on I own. cared about, and I had to mm -hmm. figure it out too. Um, like it, it was, it was hard at first, and then eventually I realized, like, I've actually this is not, um, this is not a bad thing that I don't, that I'm missing out on these school mm -hmm. opportunities. It's a good thing that I can make my own opportunities. You know, yes, yeah, like pursue things more heavily that I want to. For uh, sure. But that was that was genuinely a very hard thing for me to accept and get used to. It took me a long time. It took me like okay. a couple of years. Yeah, um, yeah, because I could see it's that. really hard as a kid when you're looking for connections, mm -hmm, and then mm -hmm. you can't connect with people. <laughs> it's it's really difficult. That I think that's is... probably the biggest hurdle people would be facing. Yeah, they, they can they connection. Have mm -hmm. you as you transition? You know, what was your? I know your mom mentioned uh, the, your online community that that mm -hmm. was that was a big part of the connection with people. Was when how does that um, get started with um, gaming and stuff like that? Well, um, I've always thought about uh, doing live streaming uh, okay. just, just for fun. And mm -hmm. uh, I, I got a PC because mom's a real one like that. And okay. um, I just decided to download OBS one day and then start playing video games on the internet. And then I, I just kept doing that. And then, uh -huh. I just, and then I met people and they were nice. <laughs> like yeah. it's, it's really, it was really that simple. And then um, I have like a Discord server and whatnot. I have... Okay. Um, Mm -hmm. And then that community just kept on growing, and it still okay. is. So, like a, well, it's still relatively small, but it's mostly for fun. But so it's, it's satisfying for me. Okay, it has a sense of community. That oh, can we backtrack a little bit on what OBS means? Because oh. yeah, <laughs> yeah, I probably should you. explain that. No, no, it's okay. It's okay. I mean, uh, you're talking so, to a mom that's been yes. uh, gradually like overcoming the hurdle of like mm -hmm. video games and stuff like that so i know a little bit but let's let's just explain what's what is obs okay. so obs is essentially the the software the thing you download to actually do streaming okay for op open broadcasting software source something like that yeah and uh it, it's just it lets you download or lets you um like record video and stream that's basically what it is so that's the program that allows you to do that oh okay mm -hmm. and is that what most people use right uh, yeah Okay. Most okay. people use OBS or and, and that's what you use for like um uh do you record yourself gaming or do you like react to other people's gaming videos too? I um I just I just I don't make YouTube videos. Uh okay. I, well sometimes I do, but they're not gaming related. Okay. Uh, they're okay. just kind of for fun. Like you see that horse head back there? I have yes, this, yeah. I have like a little <laughs> like a little series, like two videos <laughs> where me and my friend just kind of run around the horse head. Uh, I don't, I don't really know how to explain it. Uh, it's supposed to be funny. I hope it is. Um, and, um, oh man, where was I? Uh, yeah, but I mostly use OBS to, to just, to just stream. So it's, it's okay. me playing a game live. Okay. There's a okay. chat. They're there. They're watching. They're talking, okay. they're typing in there and I can okay. see them typing in there. Oh, and wow. it's kind of that back and forth while I play the game. Okay. So that's and the dynamic. 
how many people do you usually uh do you usually uh come to your to your streaming well it depends um uh usually like at least five or so people will stop by but i have like a few people who are like really committed and they'll stay there for a while uh it's not a super big community um, okay but i also haven't well one i'm a young person which i think is genuinely a barrier uh because people will see that and be like mm. <laughs> uh and another thing is i haven't like it's really hard to grow naturally okay on, on twitch which is the platform i stream on okay um, what do you think that is uh why do we think it's hard to grow naturally yeah it's, it's a besides it's a, is there something else besides age um yes so okay. most people who stream on twitch will also do other things okay um i really should but i don't because <laughs> it's hard um but the reason they do that is because platforms like youtube have a much better algorithm for serving up new videos to people and twitch uh -huh. really doesn't do that okay so it's hard for people to find your thing oh okay yeah so, so youtube youtube yes. puts stuff like in front of you like if it, mm -hmm. if it if it feels senses your keywords they put stuff in front of you so yeah which doesn't do that well it does it differently in a okay. way where if you're really small you're not you're not going to get seen oh i see well that's kind of that's kind of rude almost. yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> i'm sorry yeah it's the reality of it though that is, and then if you're not in like the top like 10 on a certain okay. category Okay. Then you're, you're not. Okay. It, it doesn't grow as much. It doesn't grow. And what are your favorite <laughs> games? What do you like to play the most? Well, um, <clears throat> I really like rhythm games. I don't stream them though. Do you know okay. what a rhythm game is? Uh no. I probably so, can you have can you name a game a name of a game that maybe um on a mustache. I don't think you probably wouldn't know. No, uh, probably not. <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's essentially um they're really simple actually. Okay. Um, usually we have like some anime style to them just because mm -hmm. that's the okay. aesthetic they go for most of the time. Okay. And, um, you just, it's a, there's a song playing and then okay. you hit, hit different keys or buttons okay. or whatever to the beat of the song. Uh, but it's really hard. <laughs> oh, okay. So, mm -hmm. That's I'm good. That... I'm good at those. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And definitely. Then... So you have a good <clears throat> ear. Yeah. Yeah. I also, I also play music myself as well. So play the okay. drums and bass guitar. So oh, we can that's really cool. get into that too later after I... <laughs> I know. I know. I know. It feels like we're going. <laughs> you kind of, you kind of unleash Pandora's box. Talking yeah, about with the stuff. gaming. But you know what? I I just feel like it's so interesting because you'll be surprised. Mm -hmm. Well, probably no, be surprised. But um, how was your your mom? You know, with the with gaming because I know in my personal mm -hmm. experience, my son's only nine, and mm -hmm. he's very good at some games, and he has spent hours researching. You know how to get through. He played Zelda at one point. You know he started with Minecraft, mm -hmm. and I was so against them, and I. I always have felt so guilty for being so rude because it wasn't something that I grew up with. So it wasn't, yeah. I wasn't naturally drawn to it. And I just thought it was just like the worst thing in the world. Mm -hmm. And then as I started doing research and, and trying to be more respectful, respectful of his choices, I really understood the value of you know, the skills that come from trying to find mm -hmm. this, you know, uh, different ways that you need to, to uh, like guns or, you know, artifacts or whatnot mm -hmm. to become better at the game. So how was your mom with it? In your um, own words? Well, I'm trying to think because <laughs> she never really had a problem with it per se. Okay. Mm -hmm. I mean, when I was younger, I used to have a lot more like limits on what I could do. Yes. like screen time and whatnot which yeah i personally i'm pretty like i'm pretty 
like I no restrictions is better because then you you know you can learn to self regulate. But like I when you're like you. really mm-hmm. young, like I don't know, and you don't really have the brain capacity to understand like addiction. Yeah, <laughs> like it fully. I totally understand, like being like, maybe let's get off the iPad, little Timmy. It's time to yeah. go look let's at the sun just, for a minute. Let's do something else for there's a other, second. There's other things in the world besides besides that. Uh, yeah. And I think once you're older, and especially if you just are allowed to do that constantly, you're gonna get bored eventually. Yes. Um, like yes. There, there, there's gonna be other things you want to do. Yes. Mm-hmm. I I highly. My mom agree never with really it. had an issue with it. That's awesome. I really love that though because I think. Definitely, I think in the uh, you know, like in the parents in the parents mm-hmm. community, I definitely see that a lot, and there's a lot of fear around it. But I, I have agree. seen <laughs> it really, it really. Well, as someone who has not many restrictions, it really throws me off too, because I'm like, I'm fine, guys. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> stuff. I mean, video games are just like any other thing. Like, yeah. my mom doesn't have a. Uh, <laughs> a limit on how much wine she can drink she just doesn't drink a ton because <laughs> it's she knows it's bad for her like, you know it's bad for you right i know it's bad for me if i sit in my room all day and play video games yeah and See, like think... they're once you're old enough to self-regulate and that should be yes. taught to you that's a much more important applicable skill than having True. things controlled for you you know yes because when i feel like when we when we keep controlling that environment for ourselves mm-hmm. for our children they lose that ability to self-regulate because we yes. don't give them the chance to say, you know what, I've been playing video mm-hmm. games all day. I think it's time for me to stop. Like yeah. something's happening to my body. So yeah, I definitely agree with it. Yes, definitely um, self-regulation is one of the biggest ones. So mm-hmm. as you, um, and so now let's go back to the Discord community. We kind of mm-hmm. talked about OBS. So what yep. does your Discord community look like? What is how many well, people do you have on that? Is it a, a server um, where people just go in there, right? Yeah, it's a okay. server. It's kind of like um, it's kind of like a forum that I've created. Uh, mm-hmm. I'll I'll like explain the how Discord works briefly. So <laughs> yes. in Discord, you can join uh, different communities that are called servers. Okay. Um, and these are like basically like invite link only. There's not like a browse communities. Well, there is, but oh, like okay. they're, they're like really really big ones. Okay. Um, like. It, it's usually used as a tool for community building. That's basically what Discord is for. Okay. Um, or you can even use it for like a project team, mm-hmm. right? Like say you're working on some kind of large project and you need a team. Like there's also Slack and whatnot for that. I don't know if you know about Slack. It's basically Mm-mm. business. It's basically business Discord. Okay. My, o- okay. my OA Lodge uses it, which is a scout thing. Okay. Um, and every everyone everyone's on there. There's lots of different channels, okay. usually for different topics. Okay. And it's just kind of like a like a chat. Yeah, just a chat room essentially okay. for um but there's lots of different ones that are based around different topics all okay. in one community server. Does that make sense? Yes, it makes absolutely. I <laughs> okay. actually yes, awesome. I actually know a little bit more about Discord than I did about OBS mm-hmm. though because we use that for <laughs> some of our gaming some of our friends when we mm-hmm. uh when they're gaming together, they use Discord to communicate. So, yeah, it's a really useful um, tool. Yeah, so that's pretty cool though. So, as you build this community, do you get to do you um um, do you get to tell people about your lifestyle? Uh, well, yeah, I guess I say I would. I mean, I gotta, I'm streaming for like three, four hours sometimes every night. So, I mean, I gotta talk about something. 
I love it. Uh, so, so. He, you know, there was a video from I, I don't know if you if you know him. His name was Andrew Stern, and he was um he developed a sentence that he would say, you know, hi, mm-hmm. my name is Andre. It's Andrew. His name is Andre, and I'm a boy because he used to have long hair, mm-hmm. and I don't go to school. Is there something that you develop? <laughs> like, I love your long hair, by the way. Thank you. So, is there some sort of a sentence, you know, or some sort of a meeting, like a starting point for you, like to say? I'm on school or how do you go about that um usually uh when I tell I just say I don't go to school and everyone's like what that's illegal and I'm like and then I explain <laughs> it more so I get some interested um uh but I I don't really have that uh for my community like my community that the unschooling part of my life really isn't a part of the discord community um I love that. Mm-hmm. it does I mean obviously the experiences I have from it do come into how I act and whatnot mm-hmm. but it's not like a topic of conversation usually because okay. I, I mentioned earlier that it's kind of it's kind of an unrelatable thing okay. and when you're doing stuff uh for like a community and like on the internet you have to you got to have some kind of connecting thread right connection yes so uh i don't like avoid it um, okay but it's just not something that really comes up very much because it's okay. not something a lot of people know about or um or understand so yeah it, it's kind mm-hmm. of disconnecting to try to make conversation around that sometimes okay yeah I uh, can but see it definitely that. does help me because I have a lot of freedom to interact with lots of different people. Mm-hmm. So it helps me um, in that in that capacity to interact with people in a community. That sounds really, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, the, I, I do agree. I think a lot of people don't know about it. And it does bring a lot of, uh, probably disconnect from people who don't know about mm-hmm. it, right? I think everybody, sometimes people are afraid of it. So, yeah. um, but you also mentioned some of your music, you know. Mm-hmm. So uh, how how long have you been playing your instruments and stuff? uh a while <laughs> i don't n- exactly remember pretty much since we moved here i think so about okay i'm playing drums probably like four years and then okay. bass guitar like two maybe mm-hmm. so, do you play in a band i don't okay okay um kind of hard to find a band in nashville it's not like yee yee country music so i don't know <laughs> I'll learn double bass. Maybe I'll start a metal band. I got the oh, hair for it. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I love that. So what is your, I know, and then you have a sister. So, mm-hmm. and I know that you guys like to travel. What do you, um, do you get, you have some trips coming up, right? We do. Uh, in, let me open my calendar. Hold on. Uh, <laughs> uh, pretty soon in June, actually. Okay. Uh, we're going to be going all the way up in the Northwest. So that's like. Washington, mm-hmm. that area, all that the flyover area. states, basically. Okay. Um, the North Dakotas of of oh, the U.S. Yeah, that's uh, really cool. And then once we're done with that, I'll have gone to all forty eight of the contiguous United States. Pretty cool. Yeah. So I've What's... been in New England, been the okay. Southwest. Okay. South, except Louisiana, for some reason. I actually, I'll have gone to all of them except Louisiana. <laughs> <laughs> so sorry, Louisiana. Oh, nothing against you. It's just kind nothing. of out of the way. <laughs> yeah. So what's your favorite so far? My favorite? I really, really like New Mexico. I think New yeah. Mexico is really beautiful out there. I really like the the culture. Uh, the food is very good. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, I, I just really like it. I think it's a very like diverse landscape. It's got okay. a desert. It's got mm-hmm. mountain. Actually, that's basically it. But <laughs> It's really that's cool. Still, that's still pretty diverse. I mm-hmm. do know somebody that lives there and he calls it the hidden gem of the United States. I don't think it's that hidden. It's just, it's really cool. Yeah. <laughs> just a that, gem. 
That is so amazing, though. That's pretty cool, though. Um, as you guys get tra to travel, what is your favorite things to do? Like, I know I like to visit museums sometimes. What do you guys like to do as a family when you travel? Um, I don't. It's kind of a tough question to answer. Usually, usually we'll just um, we'll just find something to do. I don't. It, there's not like a we gotta go see the 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 blank. It's yeah. Don't really have that. Okay. Um, we do like we do like to go to museums. Okay. Yeah, I love to see them. I like to. I like to go see all the Capitol buildings. Okay. <laughs> if if we if we're near the Capitol. Okay. Um my the nicest one so far has been Rhode Island. Uh, okay. Weirdly. Um nice. there's just there's like a lawn chair just in the middle of like the yard for some reason <laughs> with no one in it. I thought it was really funny. That sounds really <clears throat> funny. I love chatting with you because mm -hmm. this is just um it's almost like you're kind of like a unicorn in a way, you know. <laughs> You know, okay. and I mean, and I mean it with the most respect, though, in the sense that <laughs> we don't get unicorns are cool. Yeah, unicorns <laughs> are awesome because we don't get to, you know, we're just I think a lot of people are starting to realize what mm -hmm. our children need as, you know, as people and it's uh, to give them their freedom as yeah. they come in this world with it. Right. So if you were to like if there was uh, someone your age who has been going to public school or something, but they have started to learn about unschooling, I feel like it is a lot more known out there ever mm -hmm. since the pandemic and people went into like pandemic homeschooling and stuff like that. There's a lot yeah. of people that uh, learned about unschooling. I've noticed that as well. Yeah. And then mm -hmm. if they were like trying to bring it up to their parents, you know, what would you say to them? Um, <clears throat> well, I I think that I'm going to go on. This will this will wrap back around to the answer to the question, I promise. But mm -hmm. I think that I, I've seen and not all unschooling communities are like this, but I've seen that sometimes they end up being echo chambers for mm -hmm. like um for like very radical things and radical things are sometimes fine radical is a cool word like mm -hmm. teenage mutant ninja turtles whatever radical great yeah. um <clears throat> but i think a lot of times they can end up being echo chambers and then i have seen uh, i've heard stories of like people who were like radically unschooled um and they it did not work for them mm -hmm. and like they didn't have any life skills and they didn't know what to do because mm -hmm. they were just like you know left to their own mm -hmm. which that's not what unschooling is yeah my my mom is i don't like it's not like i never talk to her it's not like she doesn't make me food you know mm -hmm. like mm -hmm. she's she i call her my mom secretary she's my secretary so like <laughs> she's there to enable me because mm -hmm. i do not have all the freedom of an adult that's just a fact of the society we live in yes uh so she's there to enable me to explore things i want to mm -hmm. um and so having a connection with your parents is really important so they can you know help you with that uh and I, I say that because I do not think everybody should be unschooled or, or homeschooled for that matter. Mm -hmm. I think it's something that if you really, if school's not working for you, if you mm -hmm. don't like it, if it's like a bad social environment, if it's, if you're not learning properly, I think people should have the freedom and resources to explore other things, mm -hmm. right? So if I were to bring it up to a parent of mine, I would probably just really emphasize that like school isn't working for me and I found this and I want us to try to make a lifestyle change mm -hmm. so I can be the best person I can be mm -hmm. like something like that is yeah. how I would approach it. Yeah, a hundred percent. And I love how you, how you touch on that. And not everyone should be homeschooled mm -hmm. or I really don't think for, for that matter, because I have plenty I, of friends mm -hmm. who are like, I school is great for me. I know what I want to do and I've been given the opportunities I need to succeed. Like mm -hmm. that's great, mm -hmm. but that's not for everybody. Yes. It's, <clears throat> yes. It's about no. freedom of choice, not mm -hmm. anarchism. 
Exactly. No, I really, really love that though, because I, if it wasn't for, you know, as a parent, I had to do a lot of internal work. And I think sometimes, you know, when we come into this lifestyle as adults, we definitely come in a little broken. And when we're trying to give a different lifestyle from from the system that broke us per se, that we could do a lot more damage, right? Than, yes. than actual health. So I uh, highly, highly agree with that though. So I love that you touch on that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I guess if you could describe, you just said it, but uh, in, if you could describe unschooling to uh, one person, if you had like three words to choose, what would they be? Um, Just in three words? Yes. Well, you can use more, I guess. <laughs> Freedom of choice. <laughs> I love that. I I, I have another conversation topic if you want. There's like one more aspect of my life we haven't touched on yet. Oh, yeah, sure. Which I think is really important to okay. like my success in unschooling. Uh, and that's that's scouts, like scouting. Oh, yeah. Let's talk uh, about that. Yes. So scouting, I've been doing it since I was like a little tiny guy. I was uh-huh. like since a tiger, which I think is you're six years old when you're a tiger oh, in wow. Cub Scouts. Uh-huh. So I'm 16 now. I've been doing this for 10 years way That's more than half time. my life yeah it's yeah. a really long time i haven't really known anything different uh and scouting has like it, it's it's raised me in a way mm-hmm. uh to be a leader which i love okay it's awesome uh it's it just gives you so many opportunities uh to to do things and i think if i wasn't doing scouting i think unschooling would probably be a lot harder for me okay i genuinely do because um it gives it gives me a community of people. I have a troop. Mm-hmm. I have an OA lodge. I have uh, tons of other things too. Okay. Uh, I'm in, it gives me responsibility. I'm mm-hmm. in lots of different leadership positions. Okay. Like I'm the SPL of my troop, which is like the head honcho, it's senior patrol leader. I am the <laughs> I slack it. chair in my okay. OA lodge. Okay. Um, which is that I'm like the guy who's supposed to manage the a communication service we use, right? Okay. And then I am the chapter chief of my OA chapter. Okay. Uh, I'm also the SBL for our contingent to national jamboree. I got elected that a little while ago. There's like 40 people all from middle Tennessee council. Uh-huh. Uh, and they're going to national jamboree in West Virginia at summit. It's okay. A, it's a massive camp. It has at and okay. Wi-Fi boosters everywhere, which is funny. Um, it's, it's really cool. I've been there once. Okay. Uh, <laughs> actually fun fact. Uh, during, <laughs> during National Jamboree <laughs> uh, Summit, the camp becomes the third largest city in all of West Virginia. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. <laughs> uh, which I don't know if that reflects highly on scouting or poorly on West Virginia. <laughs> <laughs> I think poorly on West Virginia. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to go for that one. Yeah. <clears throat> oh, that's so amazing, though. So you guys been doing mm-hmm. too. Um, does your sister do scouting too or no? Is it just no, you? No, she used to do Girl Scouts, which is completely okay. different. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but she stopped doing that. She didn't like it very much. Yeah. I don't know. I always, yeah, I was in girl, I was a girl scout in Mexico for like a, a, a this tiny and I just did it. I didn't really like mm-hmm. it either. So I'm not really sure. It's it's a different why. experience. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. think it's much, I, I think it's much more um about like, like, I don't know. It's more about like the citizenship part, I think. Okay. As girl scouts has a more focus on that. Whereas boy scouts, I think is a lot more all encompassing. I okay. think you can get a lot more out of, uh, I shouldn't call it Boy Scouts. It's just called Scouts BSA now. I mean, girls yes. can join. Yes, like, yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. That so, was, uh, when mm-hmm. did that happen? It happened a couple of years ago, right? 2019. 2019, yes. I remember being at a, uh, it was a big, um, I remember being at, out in the, 
papers in the news a lot. So yes, uh, that's cool. How many times say a week do you guys meet up? Uh, well, I have my uh, troop meeting once a week mm. every Monday, and mm -hmm. then I have my OA meeting, which I have to explain OA now. <laughs> yes, please um, do. <laughs> so I have my OA meeting the second Thursday of each month, but we're not meeting right now because it's like people are out of school. Okay. So, OA is the Scouting Honor Society. It stands for the Order of the Arrow. Okay. Uh, and you have you have to be elected into that by a council of your peers, aka mm -hmm. your troop. Mm -hmm. Um, and then you must go through an induction process, which I can't say because it's secret. Um, <laughs> and then you just get to do cool stuff. It unlocks so many cool opportunities, okay. like for instance, NOAC, which is the National Order of the Arrow Conference, which is essentially the national jamboree. Uh, but for OA members, they have it at a different university every year. Uh -huh. They have one in University of Tennessee, Knoxville last year. Okay. And I hold on a minute. Oh. I want uniform. <sighs> and they, uh, our lodge had a contingent of quite a few people. Mm -hmm. I was there. I was tasked with running our Ignite booth, which okay. is like a little booth and a convention thing. And they got dope patches and stuff. That's the one uh, that our contingent had. Oh, Every I single love lodge that. that goes gets a, gets a different patch. Okay. Uh, and ours was this one. It's pretty cool. That is pretty um, cool. It, the set of this one and the dark one sold for like, this is a night version of this too. Sold okay. for like $200 on eBay. So $200. I know. Oh, patches are kind of insane. Oh my goodness. That's mm. a, that's a, is there a big black market for that? <laughs> yes. Or there definitely eBay. is. Oh my goodness. <laughs> that sounds like a lot. For but sure. I bring up NOAC because it's, uh, it, there's so many different like training opportunities you can get. Mm -hmm. And, mm -hmm. um, you know, I, I was basically just living in a dorm with one other person for like a week. Okay. And I just kind of was like walking around the college campus. Mm -hmm. Like, uh, I went to Walgreens on my own volition. That was kind of neat. It was a moment <laughs> of freedom for me. <laughs> like, Oh, I just love that. So, um, so how much longer do you get to do scouts? Like, could you stay for, you know, I don't know, past 18? I don't, I don't know anything about it. Is there <clears throat> an ending? You know, is there uh, a, like ending of the troops or something? Sort or? of. Okay. Uh, so you, for Scouts BSA, um, you have to, you have to, you age out at 18 years old, like okay. on your 18th birthday. Uh, then you're like, you're like done. You can't earn any more ranks, but you can still be an assistant Scoutmaster. Like you can oh. be an adult involved in the troop. Okay. Uh, there's still a lot you can do there, like to help provide like adult leadership. Mm -hmm. Um, and, but if you're in venturing, which is a separate program also run by like, BSA, there's 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 actually quite a few. The main mm -hmm. there's main three are Scouts, BSA, Venturing, and Sea Scouts. Okay. Sea Scouts is like they got they got boats. <laughs> uh, okay. I mean, that makes they're, sense. They're neat. Yeah. Yeah. And then Venturing is more about uh, experiences. Usually, they don't meet as often. Uh, you okay. can be in all three at once. There's actually someone who is. They got Scout of the Year, uh, this year. So. Wow. Massive that W. Like Hannah Neal. I know, but it sounds like a big commitment, right? I oh, mean, it is. On, on everything, right? So, <laughs> it definitely is. Okay. That um, sounds... Um, so yeah, so do it, you think you're going <laughs> to stay in them after you age out? I mean, you only have two more years. Um, Probably. Uh, in yeah. venturing, you can go until you're 21, though. And okay. in the OA, you can be a youth adult until you're 21. So you can still participate in youth activities, but, you know, you're still treated as an adult. Okay. Okay. Because after, the, after they got, you know, lawsuited a lot and went bankrupt, <laughs> they... um. <clears throat> They put in a lot of, there's a lot of very like strict, it's called YPT, Youth Protection yeah. Training. Okay. There's a lot of that now. Okay. So um, 
uh, adults and kids have to be you know separated for like mm-hmm. sleeping and whatnot it's it's yeah. very it's taken very yeah. seriously now so yeah for uh, sure that's the main reason why there's like an adult cutoff but youth adult exists in um in the oa you can still participate so mm-hmm. you're 21 okay. and then you can be like in a, the same deal you can kind of be an adult who's involved okay. and then um in venturing it goes i think i think venturing is from 15 to 21 uh or like 14 21 it doesn't start at like 11 okay like, uh, like boy scouts does hmm. so they're a little different program yeah uh, the programs are a little different i know but I, so as you're getting close to, into your like adult years per se i know you started driving recently right yes how's that do you love it uh or... i like it it's nice uh it's kind of funny because all the places i need to go usually my mom also does so it doesn't <laughs> actually change my life that much i did draft my oa meeting yesterday which is like i had to take a I had to take like a a road that it, you go fast on. I don't. It's not really an interstate. Okay. Um, like speeding is like sixty five. Okay. So that was like whoa. <laughs> that is pretty. I, I mean, I like it know. though. It's fun. Usually, people on. I mean, at least here in Michigan, anything any road that is like sixty five, people will go eighty. Oh yeah. You know. Yeah, that's like. I they mean, it's. Don't. It's not horrible here, but, I it definitely happens. Okay. <laughs> That um, and then your mom mentioned also, I think at some point you, that you still have kind of like an online uh, uh, school or an umbrella school or something. Yes. Is there still part of is that that's something that you guys do still, right? Uh, well, we have we were under an umbrella school called Home Life Academy, mm-hmm. uh, okay. and that's essentially just what my mom submits grades to. Yeah. Uh, because you have to. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's that's my mainly the function that serves. Yeah, and then is that is that where um like a you know high school like the diploma would come from, right? Is that uh, what that's yes. for? Okay, I believe so. Yeah, and then do you have um do you have any plans after that? Or uh, well, I'll tell you my my what I want to do. I haven't made okay. like a roadmap for this yet. Yes, uh, but this these are like the steps I want to take. Okay. Uh, so I would like to this year do some dual enrollment okay uh, at the local community college because mm-hmm. in tennessee you can just you have two free years at community college because tennessee is oh, yeah. great yeah so, i'd like to do that do the dual enrollment um especially since i have the time to it's not like i'm going to a public high school mm-hmm. so <clears throat> then after that i would go move to florida hopefully okay. uh, and because i'll be 18 by then okay and then i would like to major in business minor in japanese i'm also learning japanese by the way uh, and it. then <laughs> I would like to go teach English in Japan for a while just okay. so I can live in a different country because I really mm-hmm. want to. Mm-hmm. Um, and then hopefully I can then come back to the U.S. and land some job between the two countries. Okay. Because I feel like that's a niche enough skill set. I could probably yeah. find something. Most definitely. Mm-hmm. I love it. I love it. There's a... Um um yes japanese is such a cool language though it's hard though it's a really hard language yes it's where so are you difficult. at on, where are you at on your studies on that um i've been doing it for like three years or so okay I, i've been more recently i've been coming along i didn't really take it seriously till like a year and a half ago okay uh but i've been coming along pretty well recently I'm making a lot of like pretty rapid improvement mm-hmm. i'm in like two japanese classes i study on my own a little bit okay uh, do you are you learning to write it too? It is very yeah. I, I can write it. Yeah, I, I can, know. Go ahead. Right, I I keep doing that. I keep cutting you off. No, 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 no. You're fine. <laughs> I just I I talk a lot. I love I it. Like, I like talking about myself. I'm not gonna <laughs> lie. <laughs> okay. That's so cool. 
<laughs> um, let's see. So the way Japanese works is there's there's three different writing systems. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so there's hiragana, katakana, and kanji. And kanji. Kanji is mm-hmm. the hard one. That's like, oh no. <laughs> yeah. That's the one that they the Chinese characters basically. The mm-hmm. And then there's one that's just like. If I need to, I don't want to explain the entire, I don't explain a syllabary, or I'm doing it anyway. Okay, so it, in, you know, in English, right, mm-hmm. you've got, you've got letters, yes. and they all make like a sound. In Japanese, mm-hmm. you have characters, and they all make a syllable, right? So there's okay. four, there's five vowels, a, e, u, e, o, and then you put a consonant in front of different vowels. Mm-hmm. So there's a character uh, for each of those different sounds. There's like a okay. kaki, kukeko, sashi, suseso, it's like, it does, goes around, it goes like that. Okay. And then there's also, mm. That's just also a sound that exists. Mm. Okay. <laughs> that, that's is... essentially how the language works. And hiragana and katakana are two different versions of that. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then kanji is, is different. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love that. I've been to Japan several times. And really? it is, yeah, it's, I am a flight attendant for a oh. major U.S. airline. So I used to, I used to do a lot of Asia. So I did China and Japan mm-hmm. for quite a bit. But cool. uh, but I was in my wildest dreams for children. I try to learn Japanese mm-hmm. like it was I think I did that. My that stint lasted maybe, I don't know, six months. And then I realized that it's it was a life commitment. Yes, exactly. You, have to sp- you, you need to give 10 years yes. of yourself to this language to even. Like, yes, it's yeah, it's a lot. <laughs> it is a lot, though. So do you have any Japanese friends that you can practice with? Um, I have my Japanese teacher, (laughs) but no, not really. No, actually, no, I do. I do know one person. I just don't really talk to him that much. Yeah. uh, Who, who's, um, he lives in Vancouver. He's like half Japanese. Okay. Yeah. It's, it's, a it's a beautiful language though. And it's a beautiful country. It's just, but like you said, it's a commitment. So Mm -hmm. I settled for learning because my native language is Spanish. I settled for Mm -hmm. Portuguese uh, because (laughs) it was close enough, at least, you know, for me. So it took, Mm -hmm. I did six months and then I was able to do what I needed to do for work. So that's Mm -hmm. really what I wanted it for. But did you learn the Portugal version or the Brazilian version? The Brazilian version. Yes. Yes. Wow. Many, I'm impressed because not a lot of people realize the difference between mm-hmm. the two yeah, I they're think, pretty different yes I think if I went to Portugal right now I would probably be like what what are you saying <laughs> yeah. because I, it's very different though so mm-hmm. uh yeah so I settled for Portuguese and then hopefully maybe Italian in one um oh, yeah. later on but just collect I all give, the romance languages mm-hmm, all of them though but I give mm-hmm. you credit Japanese is definitely um I love that you have that that roadmap already um mm-hmm. established so um, I gotta get like you know, goals and like, so uh, another thing scouting helped me with is there's a program <laughs> called NYLT, which stands for National Youth Leadership Training. Okay. And it is basically, it changed my life completely. Okay. Uh, going to that. Like I genuinely did. I don't say that lightly. Uh, and it, it just opened my eyes to how to be a leader and like okay. how to plan stuff like that. And like it, this program, it tells you, like mm-hmm. it teaches you in like a, in an immersive way. Cause you're like, you're at this camp for like five, five days. And that's just all you're doing constantly. You have no time in between wow. anything. Uh, it's like, all right, you wake up, you have one hour to cook, eat, and clean breakfast. Wow. That's... <laughs> and then, yeah, we never got done on time. No. <laughs> <laughs> and then um, and then you go and you do some training. And then okay. it's like kind of repeat, basically. Okay. Um, and one of the things that it teaches you is how to make a vision and goals and how to like yeah. make a step-by-step process to get to where you want to be as to where a person. You want to be. 
Yeah, and I I, that, that's that. so useful for me. Yeah. Well, I think it would be useful for anybody, right? If they had the time to to develop, you know, mm -hmm. to develop those goals, though, because I think, you know, one of the things that that I've noticed when we were in school is that we didn't have the time to really sit down and think this is what we want to do and, you know, how to get there. So mm -hmm. the timing. So I love that you have had the time and the support from your parents, you know, to be able yeah. to work on the schools together as a family. And because your mom mm -hmm. and I were talking about the, how people don't say, they say, oh, wait until they're teenagers, right? Wait until mm -hmm. they're teenagers. They're horrible. They're horrible. <laughs> and we both I, I just, say like, depends. You know, I mean, they're, <laughs> I, I mean, they're horrible. I mean, I'm I'm trying to think of how to because there is some credence to that statement. <laughs> okay. They like my sister's pretty moody. Okay. Okay. <laughs> uh, I'm sure I can be a pain as well sometimes. I try not to be. I don't think I am, but um, I don't know. It's just like you're becoming an a, a an adult. Like you start to have opinions and thoughts, and some parents yeah. aren't prepared for that. <laughs> yes. Oh, so, so much. I don't know. You just have that. to get used to treating your teenager like a, a human being. Like I have, yes. um, I have some, I have a friend whose mom who um, doesn't really do that. And okay. I went to, I went to his Eagle project mm -hmm. and I had to like, I had to like scream at her really, really loud because, <laughs> because she kept treating us like little babies the whole time. Oh my uh, goodness. And, and actually it was an interesting experience because it kind of shows the attitude of people who are yes. homeschooled and interact with adults a lot. Mm -hmm. who aren't have because there's another kid there who was like do you do that to every adult and i was like no just the ones that suck <laughs> <laughs> so <clears throat> i was like i'm not gonna sit there and take that no like geez. no and i think it's so true you absolutely hit the, not yeah you definitely hit the nail on the head when you said when you said a lot of people are not used to you know respecting you know no, they're not younger people's opinions and take them as like true statements mm -hmm. right sometimes their opinions are bad mm -hmm. and that's okay though Yes, everyone's yes. opinions are bad sometimes yes exactly <laughs> it's, like, it's your job to you know show them like okay maybe that's not exactly how things work uh this is this is how things work it's not like you're wrong i'm right i'm right yeah child yeah like, yes. you know you know you've lost an argument i ha i learned this at at scout camp as well because there's a scout master that got really mad at me and uh -huh. I, I talked to him i went back I, I was i was like on my phone waiting to go in the shower house he's like get off your phone there's people <laughs> waiting in line i was like okay buddy calm down <laughs> Uh, he didn't like that very much. Of so, course. <laughs> uh, so I went and talked to him after. I was like, sorry, we got off on the wrong foot. I didn't really like that. My name is Emerson. Nice to meet you. And then eventually it got to like, I don't know. He eventually just got to like, I'm an adult. You're a child. And I was like, mm. all right. Yeah. And I just walked away. Mm -hmm. um, and then I got, I talked to like my adult leaders in my troop are really nice. So they're like, <laughs> that you, you have learned a valuable lesson. <laughs> there are some people you just cannot win against yeah. and yeah. my friend's mom was the same way because she had used the same talking point and i was like all right i know i've lost <laughs> goodbye <laughs> good luck yeah have a, have a good not, life not, not doing this anymore yeah like, you know you can't you're not going to get anywhere when no. you're talking to someone with that mindset it just mm -hmm. it just doesn't work and if you are someone who is a um who is a kid and does not feel like they're being heard and there are people in your life that are like that you don't have to listen to them because they're not they're not listening to you <laughs>
That's my message. Okay. Yeah. I, and it is so true. And you just, it mm -hmm. is better to walk away and then just to move on. Right. Sometimes mm -hmm. it's just like, you just know you're not going to get anywhere. <laughs> that was hard for me to accept. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. <laughs> That's hard for everyone though. Not for, mm -hmm. not just for you. I think it's for everyone for us to be able to say no to some people and just kind of mm -hmm. like, just, you know, quietly like walk away. Yeah. You're not worth <laughs> my time. Absolutely. Though, Which sounds so. like a cocky statement, but it's really not. No. I don't think it is. No, I agree, though, because we're you I think from, you know, from my experience, I have, you know, we're told that we're supposed to like have this space for everyone, you know, and be like good to everyone. But if mm -hmm. those people are not good for you, why exactly. am I why am I taking the time and energy? Exactly. It should be mutual. Highly mm -hmm. agree on that. So like if they're it, it, divorced from the fact that they're a child, if there's just an adult and they're not being nice to you. Why would you? Why would you? Stay? Why would you do that? Mm -hmm. Why would you stay there? Yes, it's, it makes no difference because you're a kid, right? Like, mm -hmm. it shouldn't I, though. It shouldn't. It, it it shouldn't make a difference. Mm -hmm. Um, mm -hmm. like if someone's just not being very nice to you, just don't. You don't have to give them the time you of know. day. Your your time is valuable as a kid. Don't let anyone tell you otherwise. Absolutely. Your time is just as valuable as anyone else. Oh my goodness, I love that, and that is exactly um. Yes, that is exactly our message here. Your time mm -hmm. is valuable and you should spend it with the people that respect you exactly. and understand that, you and help you succeed. That's one of that's what it all boils down to, I think, as well. Because mm -hmm. like if school isn't respecting your time, like a public school isn't respecting mm -hmm. your time, uh, then you shouldn't have to be forced to go through that system. Because no, that's a I lot agree. of the times what, what happens is like you go to school for like eight hours a day. Yes. And you're like, why am I here? Why eight hours? Here? All my friends that are homeschooled and are like less radical than me, right? Because I do have friends that are homeschooled. Yes, um, yes. Like I was talking to my friend yesterday and she's just like, yeah, I get done to school in like two hours. It's like usually. <laughs> so why do you have to be there for eight hours and have to be in like sweaty hormone environment where everyone's competing for each other? For, for like each social other. Social status. Like, yes. That sucks. That's not how the real world works. Exactly. Oh, it is so painful to mm -hmm. to see them go through that when they know that there is something else beyond those walls, right? Mm -hmm. <clears throat> so, wow. Oh my goodness. So thank you so much for this amazing conversation. Any last words that you would like to leave <clears throat> us with? Um. Oh, I, just, I swallowed that water weird. Hold on. That was not my last word. <laughs> it's okay. Oh, that was really bad. Okay. Oh my goodness. Uh, are you okay? Uh, no, I'm fine. <laughs> Okay. Okay. You you asked earlier if I had a um if I had like a phrase I say mm -hmm. I don't really, uh but uh sometimes I do say uh, I'm I play video games on the internet which is a totally original idea that no one else has ever had before. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I guess that's my words of wisdom to leave with. Yes. And my actual words of wisdom that are I think valuable is just um you should you should respect your own time and have other people respect your time. I think mm -hmm. if we had to boil that down. It'd probably yeah. be to that is that yeah. your time is valuable and your opinions Very. are important no matter yes. how old you are. Yes. Yes. I highly agree that I highly, highly agree with that. So thank you, yeah. Emerson. And that actually is usually the way I close. So we're mm -hmm. going to put all of Emerson's links on, um, on the comments on the video when he finally comes out, because my editing mm -hmm. skills and time is pretty, um, <laughs> it's, it takes a lot. So, uh, but I usually, the way I close is that your time is valuable. So I hope everyone's mm -hmm. making it count. Well, no, thank there you. you go. <laughs> I know. Thank you so much, Emerson. We'll of see course. you soon. Okay? Thank you. All right. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to the Unschooling Lifestyle Podcast. Visit us at our website, www.theunschoolinglifestyle.com for additional information. And please remember that your time is precious. I hope you're making it count. Take care.